0: What's up, everybody? My son told me this morning that um, what's up is no longer cool, that it's only sup. Sup. Sup, everybody. Hey, we're glad you're here today. We are in the middle of a message series called Echo, and I have the great privilege of speaking with Pastor Felipe Santos, so that's pretty exciting. Yeah. So, hey, man, um, have you done your Christmas shopping yet since we were told Uh, to ask?
1: I I did like ninety percent of it, yeah. so you're pretty close, ha- man. Yeah, pretty close. Five kids is a lot to buy f- yeah. for, so uh, my kids are actually watching, and we just decided not to get any gifts for them this year because it's easier. Yeah. So I'm kidding, I'm kidding, yeah. guys. But yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna
0: say something too. It's totally not sexist. Just it might come out that way, but I've done the ninety percent that my wife's already done, so <laughs> I'm ninety percent. Wait,
1: you you did ninety, or she th- did ninety.
0: Well, our family did 100%. She did 90. You did 10. Yeah, I got 10 left. Yeah, figured. I got two weeks still, though. Hey, um, we're glad you guys are here. We are talking about how God has given us gifts and skills and talents to be leveraged uniquely for his kingdom to make a difference here on planet earth. And today we're going to do something a little bit different. We're going to speak together, um, which is obvious at this point, but we're going to actually take some time to share with you where we believe God is leading us as a church in 2018. Some of the bigger vision uh, projects that we're going to be focused on. So we're going to have some fun talking about really what's ahead and how you can be involved with what God is leading us towards together as a church.
1: That's right. And a lot of the initiatives we're going to talk about is going to be funded through what we're calling the Echo Offering. And it's above and beyond our regular generosity as a faith community, but it goes uh, to most most of the causes, goes outside of our walls. It's really exciting stuff of what's happening. And here's the deal. Under your chairs, there's a booklet. So if you locate that, it looks like this. Uh, go ahead at every campus. If you're watching online, you don't get one, but you can go to southbaychurch.org slash echo and you can look at the booklet there. But under your chairs, you find a booklet like this, and we're going to go through a lot of these initiatives that are in this booklet because this is a huge part of our vision as a church to be able to fund these initiatives and really start echoing beyond our our walls yeah and it it just real quick um if you are like the ocd type that everything
0: has to be in order like you remember like if sometimes in church growing up they do like fill in the blanks we don't do that here very often but there'd be like one blank that was missing and how many of you guys are like the person you like got to get that blank? Otherwise, you're going to go crazy. Okay. A few. You're also going to be annoyed by the fact that this is not in order with the booklet as we go through today. So just forwarding. Heads you. up for you. It wasn't on purpose to, to make you go Crazy, it just happened that way, so yeah.
1: And here here's a reality, too, that we understand there's some of you that are brand new to church today, and you're like, Oh my gosh, you're gonna talk about money. The, the one Sunday I came or I brought my friend, and uh, yeah, we, everybody we just, gets
0: funny when you talk about money, yeah,
1: it, yeah. It's you know, there's a little bit of a tension that sometimes people feel on this, but here's the deal we are a no pressure church, and we really believe that our hearts, uh, when it leans toward vision and we see it, get a glimpse into what God can accomplish, that we give because of vision, not because of pressure or guilt. Uh, but we do want to give you an opportunity today for those of you that are part of our faith community here to really uh, be a part of what God's going to be doing next year through all of these initiatives. And this offering really is what's going to enable us to be able to echo beyond our walls at a greater level than ever before in our history. Uh, and then if you if you are new here at South Bay, let me just say this to you. One of the cool things you're going to hear from us is just the heart of South Bay Church, the things that we really want to be about, about in the coming year, uh, and some of the initiatives that we're going to fund together as a community because we believe in this vision.
0: Yeah, and so much of this really flows out of what we've been doing throughout the course of this series. We've been in the middle of a book called Thessalonians, and the vision of Thessalonians, the book, was from the Apostle Paul one of the early followers of Jesus, and he traveled throughout towns starting churches. One of the towns that he stopped in was a church called, uh, city called Thessalonica that was very similar to the Bay Area. It was a resource hub, tech hub for really the, the modern world at that time. He started a church, I said this last week in my message, in three weeks, which is kind of crazy to think about, puts us all to shame at how much you can get done in a short period of time. And he left there after starting that church, and wrote a letter back to them, encouraging them in their faith to stay strong, to, to finish what God had started. And I want us to see in First Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 7 and 8, as it comes on the screen, the apostle Paul said to them, you became a model to all the believers in Macedonia and Achaia. The Lord's message rang out from you, not only in Macedonia and Achaia, but your faith in God has become known everywhere. Therefore, we don't even need to say a thing about you. And what Paul is saying is that their church had become this kind of echoing center, that things were moving from them to the ends of the modern world, that the love, the faith, that the hope that they have in Jesus, they had in Jesus was moving from them out, out beyond where they were in that region. And you know, it's interesting when you think about this from a vision standpoint, like we can stand up here and say, yeah, let's, let's echo, let's, let's make a difference with God's love But sometimes we have to get into what's that actually look like for us as a church, and how are we carrying out that mission in terms of the practical nature of what we do together?
1: That's right. And this is actually what Jesus gave us, is what we usually call the Great Commission. It's the the mission that we have as followers of Jesus to take what's happening in our lives and letting it... Come out of us into the world. So at the end of his life in Acts chapter 1, it records it like this. He looked at his followers and he says, You're going to receive power from above. This is the Holy Spirit. He's going to come upon you. And when you receive that power, you will take the message that you've been witnesses of to Jerusalem, their city, Judea, Samaria, and the ends of the earth. Now, we were joking about this this week that, you know, for us in Silicon Valley, we hear of like take something to the ends of the earth. And we're like, Oh, yeah, that's doable. There's technology. In our day, but for those fishermen and all the, the you know casual people like that uh, that were following Jesus, when Jesus told them take this to the ends of the earth, it would be like was a shock factor. Yeah, it'd be like if you said go plant a church on Mars. And let me just say, real this is what Pastor Andy told us this I'm, week. I really
0: am dead serious. <laughs> yeah. I want to start a start church a- on Mars. I'm dead serious. You might looking want me to explain me like yourself cuz now you're no, the crazy No, cuz I was pastor. watching a bunch of YouTube videos this week and um, I noticed that in 2024 they're going to take exploration trips to Mars. There's supposed to be four ships of 100 people and they need a church there. Right? And we're going to help start it. I am dead serious. 2022, our echo offering is going to include a church plant on Mars.
1: So if any of you feel called to be a campus pastor in Mars, speak with Pastor Adrian yeah. after service. Hey, but
0: you know, today. The, you know the other thing that was fascinating, it says nothing, nothing to do with the message, but it's a one-way trip to Mars because something happens to your body or something you can't come back so it's one way trip i asked my son this morning if he wanted to go on a, if he wanted to be like one of the first ones to go cuz i don't want to but you know i'd love to send somebody and uh, <laughs> so i asked him and he, he asked me if they, they stream football there and I said, I don't think they'll be able to do that. He said,
1: well, I think I'll stay on planet Earth. I bet you they can figure it out. <laughs> if people might. are going to be living there, they'll be able to stream football. Yeah. Anyways, it's his job to cast vision. It's our job to make it happen. So we're going to have to work real hard on that one. Yeah. Um, but- it's really not that complicated, though, man. I mean, think about it for a
0: second. If you send 100 people, you just need one person on the plane or on the ship to be a follower of Jesus and plant the church. Super so, easy. Yeah.
1: Anyway, so <laughs> here's what this means, okay? When Jesus looks at them and says, go to these, these places, uh, Jerusalem was their surrounding community. This is us saying, hey, we're going to take what God's doing here, and we're going to bless our city. So we're going to talk about some initiatives that are all about our neighbors and our communities surrounding our campuses and how we're going to make an impact there. And then Jesus said, take it to Judea. This is like their broader community. This is like what would be the Bay Area for us in saying, what are we going to do to be a voice for good in the Bay Area? So we're going to talk about some of the opportunities we have that we can fund through the offering. And then uh, Samaria is the next one. And this is kind of like their broader region even more. It's like our northern California or west coast. But it's not just representing a region. To them, it was also representing people different than them. Yeah, so this is Martians, yes. Um, and everybody else different than us. And this is them saying, okay, or Jesus saying to them, look, you've got to take this message to people unlike you people that have a need, people that don't speak your language, and be about people that are beyond your own communities. And then the ends of the earth is really uh, an act of obedience on our behalf to really think globally and say, what what does God want us to do in terms of our global impact? And we're so excited to share some of those initiatives with you as well.
0: Yeah, so the way we're going to go is we're going to talk about how we're applying this to Echo in our city, then we're going to go to our nation, and then ultimately through our world.
1: And to Mars, I guess. And to
0: Mars. That's fine. That's... Twenty. 22. So um, the first project that we're very excited about is the Echo Entrepreneurship and Church Leadership Conferences that we're going to be focusing on in 2018, um, Lord willing. And the first part of this with the Echo Entrepreneurship Conference, if you've been around for a little while, you'll know that several years ago, we started doing these conferences. We'd host them at our North San Jose campus and really focused on engaging people who are in the, in the business world. They're entrepreneurs, they're in the tech world, but they don't necessarily want to come to a church because their understanding of church is that Christians oftentimes are a little bit crazy and judgmental, but they're open to learn about leadership and they're open to learn about business and entrepreneurship. So we've done this and we've seen it work. In fact, there are stories of people in our church that first came to a conference, then they came to a church service, then they made a decision to follow Jesus, then their life was fully changed. So what we want to do is we want to take that and scale it and increase our influence next year to grow the conference, to impact more business leaders. We're taking it up a notch, and we believe that this will help us reach in in a unique way. We have a unique opportunity here in Silicon Valley to reach a segment of society that really doesn't exist quite as much in the rest of the world. So we're owning that part of it. But then the second aspect of it is what we wanna do with church leaders in the Bay Area, and that's the ECHO Leadership Conference. So in the spring, we're gonna do the ECHO Entrepreneurship Conference, in the fall, ECHO Leadership Conference. And that is, uh, flows out of a lot of the conversations that we've had with different church leaders who've called us and said, hey, help us know what's working there. Like what, what's the secret sauce? Which there is no secret sauce, but but what is it that really God is using to to grow your church? We want to learn from you. So we're going to host a conference and the strategic nature of this is if we can elevate all the churches in our region help them get better, then the impact globally is very significant. So we want to take that aspect, the echo entrepreneurship and the church leadership conference, and we believe that there will be a multiplicative effect for both of those.
1: Yeah, and then still in our Bay Area Impact, one of the initiatives that we've been very excited about is Foster the Bay. And this is what we're doing. We started a couple of years ago a multi-church effort to be able to really make a difference uh, with the foster care uh, problems here in the Bay Area. There's a lot of kids waiting for families, and it's overwhelming. So we said, hey, let's tackle this. The local church is the most equipped to be able to do this, and it's been so successful that now there are seven agencies from seven different counties outside of the ones we already starting it in, asking us to expand it into their counties around the Bay Area. And this is really, really fun, but... It also takes a lot of resources yeah. for us. And so we're trying to get into at least two more next year. And we're going to put a map on your screen that will show you the amount of kids per county uh, in, in foster care right now. And our goal as a church and as and with all these multiple churches together is to reverse the number. Now there are a lot of kids waiting for families. But we want to get to a point where there are more families waiting for kids than kids yeah. waiting for families. And we're going to do it. And we're going to send a message to our city and to the Bay Area that the local church can solve these kinds of problems in our region.
0: Yeah, and there's a systemic nature to this because a lot of the kids that grow up in the foster system, if they graduate out of the system and they don't have a family that they're connected to, these are the people in our community that are ending up on the streets and homeless. These are the people that are being put into prostitution and it's a big problem. But if we work together, what we can do is we can catch the problem upstream and have a generational impact so that one, two, three, four generations down the road from us, that the entire Bay Area has changed as a result of our effort with Foster the Bay. The other aspect that I'm excited about is with Alpha. Um, If you've been around South Bay for a little while now, you've probably heard of Alpha. It's a a course that we run. We run it two times a year in the fall and in the spring. Um, And it comes out of a church in uh, London, HTB Church in London, and over 30 million people now have gone through Alpha. Millions of people have made decisions to follow Jesus through it. And it's a super just like low pressure. Environment where people who are exploring faith or new to faith can wrestle through their questions and their doubts in a way that doesn't make them feel bad but answers their questions and helps them on their spiritual journey. And um, what you do is you come into Alpha, you eat a meal together. There's a cool British guy with an accent, and, you know, it's awesome. Like, we love British accents because it, it kind of just tears down walls, and there's something about listening to somebody with with, with that voice that just kind of it helps people. Have you guys ever listened to a British preacher? They're amazing. Like, it, it just—you can listen to that voice for a long period of time. So anyways, I digress. But um, so— We watch the video together, then we discuss it, and it's around people's spiritual questions that they have. And we've seen dozens of people in our church come to faith in Jesus through it. Um, One really cool story is Christina. uh, Her life was changed by Alpha, but in order to understand Christina's story, you have to understand Heather's story. So Heather came to South Bay. Um, She got connected by going through Grow Track, which we do every Sunday here. It's a great next step if you're new to South Bay because. You hear about how you can get connected into community, and you hear about how you can get connected into groups and teams and start serving. Um, and she went through it. She got connected into our awesome Bay Kids ministry team. And um, if you love our Bay Kids team, you can show some appreci- appreciation for them. As they impact future generations and pour out their lives into the lives of our children and partner with parents to forever change the course of human history and so she got connected there started serving and then she got connected into alpha and she was really loving it her heart you know started to get on fire for Jesus in a very new way and then she took her daughter and dedicated her daughter at our parent at our dedication service for family ministry and she decided she would invite her family member, Christina, to come to this event. So Christina comes. Christina was not a follower of Jesus at the time. A little bit weird to go to a church for her because she kind of had this image of what Christians are like. So she came and she's like, oh, these guys aren't quite as weird as most of the Christians I know. So if they're not that weird, then I'll come back next week. Actually, I want to come to church. I'm, I'm going there. And she came and she said, I never knew church could be done this way. And she started coming every single week She got connected in Alpha this semester. She started going through Alpha at Pastor Phillip's house from our South San Jose campus. This week, at the end of Alpha, she's wrestled through all these questions. Philip looked at her and said, hey, is there anything that prevents you from following Jesus right now in this moment? She said, nothing. So in that moment, in Pastor Phillip's living room, she yielded her life to Jesus and got baptized this weekend at our church. So we praise God for that. But there, there are stories of churches in places like Vancouver. We know of some churches that work together to do a citywide alpha emphasis where they did billboards and AdWords and, and tried to communicate with as many people as possible, trying to help people who have questions be able to get those questions engaged. So we're looking next year uh, as, as the Echo offering, as we give generously to be able to take that to a whole new level to reach literally dozens of more people with the good news about
1: Jesus awesome. Another effort we're trying to fund through the offering is what we're calling For Our Neighbor. And this is really fun because in our history, we've done a lot of this already, but we yeah. want to amplify it even more in the coming year. So at the fall of 2008, we're having efforts in all of our campuses to really reach into local schools and teachers and uh, you know th- whatever the city, uh, city's needs are the most. And we're going to just have in, uh, intentional initiatives to bless our community. And every time we've done this in our past, It has produced lots of lots of fruit. So even a couple months ago, we had uh, the love rally, and at all of our campuses, we came together to do this at a time where our nation had really been uh, hearing just a voice of hatred and there's a lot of racial tension. We decided, you know what let 's speak out for what we 're for when everybody else is speaking out for what they 're against and so we came together at every campus, then at South Campus, it was awesome. The council member came to the stage, and I was there. he thanked the community for what they 're doing for sending a message of love in Sunnyville. Something cool happened. Uh, several council people came over to the to the stage as well uh, men and women that are city officials and then they uh, a couple of them were really hesitant they came in I think I don't the know pictures. why we showed the celebrate
0: <laughs> diversity sign with ev-
1: all white people <laughs> sorry. sorry so there's several of them uh, and those were the city officials unfortunately they're not very diverse in Sunnyville <laughs> yet um but they were hesitant coming in, yeah. and they're like, "I don't. We don't know if we want to do something with the church." But one of the the women that was uh, working for the city of Sunnyvale, she came in. She's like, "I'm just gonna stay for one service," uh, but after the first service, she said, "You know what? I'm just gonna hang out here all day." And she stayed all day long, took pictures with our team, and then she came up to us afterwards. She said, "I. This is." What you guys are doing is incredible. Would you be willing to host other city events here at your campus so that you can be a voice in our city for these kinds of initiatives? Mm. And we said absolutely. And we started hosting now some city events at that campus. So it's a huge win. Yeah. Every time we do it, it's a huge win for us.
0: Yeah, and I think that. Um this, this really does flow from our original vision as a church, and a couple of weeks ago, Pastor Felipe was talking about this, that when we moved here, we didn't have any relationships with people when we started the church, and we reached out to the city of Santa Clara and said, hey, can we serve at your community-wide event? And there was this guy that was named Phil. He got our email. We had, we literally, we were living on the East Coast at that point, and the guy's like, I don't know what to do with these Christians. I mean, I don't, I don't know if we want them to serve, but I know there's one Christian who works here. Let's see if she can do something with them. So they sent us over to a gal named Jen, and Jen put us to work at the Art and Wine Festival in Santa Clara. And that literally became, by picking up trash and serving at a city event, that's how we formed the launch team of our church. And so our our heart is that our city would know that we are for them, that that God is for them and not against them, that God loves the people around us and we can exude that message. And I'm excited to see us take it to a new level next year. Um, One other aspect as we we transition before we go to the national aspect of our emphasis is around our, our name change. If you're new to our church in the last couple of weeks, uh, you may have missed that we're changing our name from South Bay Church to Echo Church, but it's not just a, an identity shift. It's really about a vision that God is placing into our hearts. We started noticing, you know, like the beginning when we started, we had the name South Bay Church. That was a big name. And people, you know, from a community, if we could reach a community, that'd be awesome. But then God started sending people from all over the Bay Area, and God started increasing our vision to say, hey, what if you could reach this entire region with my love? The name South Bay is gonna be too small. So I wanna give you a bigger name that will help you reach more people. So as we prayed, we felt like God really put that vision of echoing his love to this region and to the ends of the earth. So the name change around the offering is gonna help us get to that place where as we shift our identity, it's the same vision, but it positions us to be able in the long run to influence more people so that one day we could help plant a church or a campus within 10 to 15 minutes of every person
1: in the Bay Area. Yeah, and that and that moves us into our nation. In yep. fact, really excited about this. If you if you've been a part of our story already, you might know this that we've uh, from the very beginning been a church planting church. Really believe in church planting. Uh, even our we we've we've coached. Um, dozens, dozens now yeah. of church planters over the years. Our whole staff is involved with training church planters. It's a conversation we're continually having because we do believe the hope of the world is really in the local church. It's what yeah. God chose to be his His uh, agent of change and transformation in society. And so over the last few years, we've helped plant uh, 10 churches around the Bay Area. That's the map. You can see the 10 churches all the way around. Someday that map's going to be even fuller than that. And then uh, we've also helped plant five churches across uh, key cities in America and North America into Montreal. And so we, uh, and we're in Boston, Denver, Montreal, San Diego, several key cities, and that's strategic for us. Now, what we want to do in the coming year, and that's really dependent on this echo offering, is expand that or amplify that even more by continuing to sponsor three additional churches. Uh, one in San, um, San, Ramon. San Ramon in the East Bay, and it's an area that's growing very fast. We have church planters already on the ground there, uh, working really hard. Plant um, and and uh uh, michael dupin so we're going to show you a clip of their uh that couple at the end of our time there's a new church in downtown san jose at santana row ali ruhi and his wife are there and then one more in seattle in the what's ballard district District. and seattle's another place just like the bay that's very very needing uh churches there so we're gonna be able to fund this god willing through the echo offering
0: yeah i think sometimes people are like well why would you help start other churches like five to ten minutes down the road from you and It's because it's not about us. That's right. It's about people experiencing the love of Jesus, and so whatever it takes to reach more people with His good news, then we want to do that. And new churches historically is are one of the most effective ways to reach people that currently don't go to a church. So if that's a, it's a campus, it's a church. We'll do whatever it takes. We're not locked into a certain way of doing things. And when we find somebody who's a great leader, we want to get behind them. If they have a vision to reach people, we want to get behind them. And there are, there are these leaders that we've already sponsored. So, so like a venture capitalist that would say, okay, I'm gonna partner with somebody who's starting a business. We want to be that as a church to find those key initiatives, get behind them, and then see them go further faster as a result of our investment than they would do without us.
1: Yeah, and I looked up the stat uh, earlier this week, but over the last five years, just the five years, we've been able to give over half a million dollars to church planning church because of the generosity of this That's church. Awesome. So it's pretty phenomenal. And part of the reason we believe in this guys is because we're a product of this kind of church planting initiative. We were a product of, mo- of multiple churches coming together and saying, "Can we just put put aside our differences?" and unite to plant South Bay Church in the Bay Area because they need it. Uh, there, there needs to be a church there. And now that we're on the other side, we want to be the same kind of church. So we, we've we unified in, in networks with local churches around all the, the entire Bay Area. And every time there's a new planner, they're like, They're going to do a great job. We get behind them and we fund them just like people funded us. So it's our responsibility to do the same.
0: Jesus said to whom much is given, much is required. And we believe that as a church, God hasn't just blessed us so that we can be a big church and feel great that we have a bunch of people coming. God's blessed us so that we can bless the world around us. Amen? Amen. Okay. All right. Last thing I want to emphasize is the echo in our world. And um, we're going to talk about some of the nations that we're trying to reach. And this flows out of what Jesus told his early followers. He said to them, I want you to go into all the world, make disciples of every nation, teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. So when we do baptism here at our churches and all of our campuses, um, that is a response of obedience to what Jesus asked his early followers to do. And I just, I love being in our services where we're seeing that happen. We're seeing people go public with their faith in Jesus. I know at North San Jose today, we saw some amazing stories of people who went public, a lot of people who made decisions in the moment, and I'm thinking as I'm watching these, every one of these people represents somebody that was previously apart from the grace and mercy of God, but God intervened. He used our church when they go down in the water. It represents an old way of life passing away, and they come up representing the fact that they are a new person in Jesus, and we're seeing that happen in our church. We're seeing lives changed, but what's amazing to think about is that there are places overseas where there are people who've never heard the name of Jesus. So what's commonplace to us that we get to experience on a regular basis, it's so easy to take for granted. There are some missionaries and there are some pastors that move to countries or followers of Jesus and they share their faith. And they might go two, three, four years before they see somebody make a decision to follow Jesus. And a part of it is just because there are some people that have never heard of his name before. We were in Laos a couple years ago and we got into this small village. There was a handful of us and we hiked in there. And when we got there, we, we looked around and we started asking people, had they ever heard of Jesus before? And they'd never heard of his name. So for us as a church, we wanna be a part of that mission to extend Jesus' love to unreached, unengaged groups of people who've, who've never heard of his name. And Laos is one of those key countries. So we have a missionary couple. We can't show you their pictures. We can't tell you their names. They really do exist, Um, but they are in Laos and they are engaging people through a coffee business. They have started a coffee business and that business is connecting with people along the supply chain from planting to roasting and they're building relationships, sharing the love of Jesus, inviting people to follow him and starting churches as a result of that. So we're helping to resource that initiative to reach a group of people that are currently disconnected from God. In addition to that, we're forming a partnership with a couple in Oman, and Oman is right in the smack dab of the Middle East. It's, it's really a place where Islam just is, is very prominent in that country, and it's illegal to be a follower of Jesus. There's a lot of oppression of women, and it's a, it's a society where if you speak out with the message of Jesus, you could lose your life as a result of it. Well, this couple has gone in there. And they are engaging people. They're sharing the good news about Jesus. They're doing it in a way that doesn't cause them to get noticed, but they're starting to see some traction happening. But get this, in a country of how many million, like several, two to three million people? It's three
1: million. Okay, or
0: and how many people did he say are in that country are followers of Jesus? Yeah, he
1: said that they estimate about 60 followers of Jesus in the entire country of Oman.
0: Which is crazy to think about. So every service at every one of our campuses, if you look around there are more people in the room with us than there are who follow Jesus in the entire country. And we get to support a group of people that are trying to reach that nation with the message and love of Jesus. That's Oman. Mm-hmm. And then finally, um, I'll let you talk a little bit about, oh, we should we t- talk about Singapore a little bit too.
1: Yeah, some opportunities came up. Share yeah,
0: so the other, uh, Singapore is another city that we've been exploring what we can do as a church there. And it started with a conversation with somebody we know who's stateside, works there, starts churches and trying to reach people with God's love there. So this guy comes and says, hey, we think what is working here in Silicon Valley could work in Singapore. There's so much connection. Would you be open to starting an Echo Singapore? We're open to starting Echo Mars. So yeah, we'll start (laughs) Echo Singapore. Um, So we started a conversation and actually this week, we're starting to put plans. We put plans together to travel there, to do a vision trip. And we still need to find a leader. We still need to find a team of people. But God's going to put in some of your hearts to move to single. It's not a one-way ticket either like Mars. It's so you can come back. But um, but God's going to put it in some of your hearts to go there, maybe to get transferred from Google here to Google there or Facebook here to Facebook there. There's global connection between the two cities. And how cool would it be to be able to be on the front end of as a church, not just starting campuses here locally or churches here locally, but to go global as a church. So if you have an interest in that, see your campus pastor um, and they'll get you connected to the exploratory trip that will take place next year as we go and kind of chart the waters and see if we can start a church there it'd be awesome
1: it, yes fantastic and then uh, better than mars too in my opinion yeah um but one of the last global initiatives we want to talk about for just a minute is brazil and i'm a little bit biased but this is my favorite global partnership because he's from brazil yeah i'm, I'm from brazil and all uh,
0: brazilians are low crazy
1: Yes, a little bit crazy. Uh, there, We're, uh, we're kind of hidden in every campus at South Bay Church. But whenever you see someone really crazy, they're typically Brazilian. Um, yeah. In a, in a very positive way, I mean that, by the way. Uh, especially my mom. She's the craziest of them She's all. at the South She's Campus. at the South Campus right now. But here, here's what happened. Three years ago, we had an offering similar to the Echo offering. And our church gave very generously. And we were able to send $80,000 to northern Brazil to a church planter that started a church in in partnership with Compassion International, which is a sponsor, uh, child sponsorship program that releases kids from poverty. That local church now is thriving. Several hundred people are attending there. And they've been able to uh, impact 500 kids a week that used to live on the streets in great poverty and are now getting education, health care, and spiritual nourishment. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. And then we're going to go to a whole other level in the country of Brazil, though. Uh, we have a team of Brazilians that have been meeting now for months, and one of the questions that we were asking is, what would it look like to really make a, b- a bigger impact? And one of the realities that's here in America that's not present around the world is that there's not a lot of resources for churches to, de- to disciple, to uh, have spiritual development happen in the next generation. Yeah. And so uh, one of the primary, one of the best resources that's being used in America and some places around the country is the Orange Curriculum. And it's what we use at South Bay Church to be able to teach all of our children at every campus at South Bay right now. But our team did, had, a, had uh, established a partnership with Orange uh, National and we were able to basically uh, work out a deal where we're translating the entire Orange Curriculum and to, in order to publish the, publish it in Brazil. We have a publisher already. And launches so that every single church in the entire country of Brazil has access to awesome kids' curriculum. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. I, I think that clap wasn't, wasn't justified. We need a little bit better than that. There just that? weren't as many Brazilians oh, in this service. Right. We need the Brazilians here. Yeah, I think, I'm excited about that one. And
0: I hope that what is happening for you today is that God is increasing your vision to realize that you right now are a part of something so much bigger than just one of us. That, that what God is doing, he's doing something amazing through all of us. And when we look back over the history of our church, so much of what has been accomplished has been because there's a group of people here that have bold faith that are willing to believe that God can do the crazy, that God can start churches on places like Mars, and God can help us reach cities like Singapore, and God can transform our region. We believe that, and we keep stepping forward in faith. And one of the values that we have as a church is that we live our lives on mission. That means that we wanna live as though we're sent by God to make a difference here on planet Earth. God gave us unique gifts and talents to be leveraged. And when you bring your unique gift and talent and your resources, there's something that God does through you that he doesn't do through somebody else. And when we look to the future of our church, we celebrate what God has done in the past. We celebrate the hundreds of people who contribute here every single week, our dream team that just pours out over and over and over again. And God has blessed us as a result of that. And at the same time, God is saying, I wanna ask you to believe me for more. And I want to ask you as a church to step up. Would you step up boldly in the next year to trust me with your resources? So we've set a bold goal with all these vision projects that we've shared. Um, In fact, these projects are going to take at least $250,000 for us to, to resource them as a church. And as we give, they'll be able to happen. And we often say here as a church that this cannot happen without you, and we really mean it. When we say this, we're not just saying it tongue in cheek. It's going to take all of us sacrificing together around the vision that God has given to our church between now and the end of the year. We're asking you to pray that God would, would move powerfully. We're asking you to give sacrificially above and beyond your regular generosity to see what God can do in the next year. Now, it's interesting to look around the room and know that we're not at all at different, the same places. We're all at different places in our journey spiritually. We're all at different places financially, and sacrifice means different things for each of us. And God is not asking us to have equal amounts of money that we give. God's asking for equal levels of sacrifice. And what I'm praying for is that there is such a high percentage of our people that are involved at some level. So for a single mom, a sacrifice looks different than somebody who is a single dude and, you know, is just kind of rolling around, has got more extra resources or somebody who's at a place where they can invest tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars and $50, everything in between, it makes a massive impact. And so we're going to ask you to go back and pray and say, What does God have me to do? What does he want me to do? Between now and the end of the day today, we want you to pray about it and come come forth saying, I am in believing that God can use me and use my generosity to make a great impact in 2018.
1: Here's how to make it real simple, too. If you can locate your mobile devices for a second, go ahead and hold it in your hand. Some of you already have the South Beach Church app. You can just uh, use this Take a this picture of Felipe well. and save it on
0: your phone no, for later. No, don't do
1: that. Don't do that. But we, we established something that's really easy, and it's a text to give. But you, it does not mean that when you send this code, by the way, you're going to give automatically. It just puts yeah. a link on your phone. So that whenever you're ready today and you're like, we've talked about it already, we know how much we can do, uh, it's already on your mobile device. So if you if, at North San Jose right here, uh, just text, to uh, 77977, the code SBNSJ, North San Jose. And when you do that, it comes back to you, uh, another link that just allows you to give really easy. I did it this morning myself. I texted my wife, hey, we, did, we didn't we did do it. Yeah, let's figure yeah. this out already. So we figured it out, I texted it over, it came back. It takes about 25 seconds, uh, really easy to do. So if you send it out, send it now, it'll be on your phone so that whenever you're ready today, it's right there for you to do. Yeah, there's
0: one also for those of you who are joining online. You can see the link there. And then for those of you who are single and looking for a spouse, you can just text "Find Me a Spouse" to seven seven nine seven seven. There's an algorithm that will help you find somebody, a personality that matches yours, It's near to you in a church service. If we actually had that, we that would be services, yeah. We would have right? a lot of people. Maybe Don't that should be it. an issue for weird next thing, year. Yeah. Don't do it. Uh, but with all that being said, we believe God wants to do great things, and as He stirs in our hearts, we thought it would be encouraging for you to hear some of the stories of people's lives that have already been impacted because of your generosity. So let's watch these videos together and then we'll wrap it up afterwards. Hey, what's going on in South Bay? My name is Clint Dupin.
2: And I am Michael.
0: And we are leading East Town Church in the East Bay. Actually, we're in San, San Ramon. If you don't know where San Ramon is, if you were to just take your hand in your thumb and you were just to kind what of you
2: doing they don't do that here they do that in Michigan to tell you where they are. Well live, we are but from
0: Metro Detroit right, we moved right, here but about now we're in
2: California. That's true. And they don't do that. But
0: anyways we just wanted to say thank you for your support and how encouraging that you have been we've seen so many cool stories over this last 10 months.
2: Yeah it's just been incredible to watch how God has brought people to join us on our launch team um, people that we had never met just a few months ago and we actually had a chance to baptize um, our first two people they are on our launch team and they are our neighbors. Uh, But that was a highlight for us by far. And then the other thing that we just keep celebrating and we continue to pray for is people that will step into Easttown or something that we are hosting or a part of that have no concept of God, that maybe have never been to church, um, have no understanding of His grace and love, and that we would get the opportunity to share that. I know at our last preview service um, in November, there was a girl that came with a family and she just talked about how nervous she was to come. She'd never been to a church before and she was really afraid that she wouldn't understand things, that would feel like it was over her head, but she left that day feeling like she understood every word. Um, we actually talked about a subject that day that she was dealing with in her life at that moment and she felt like she was able to understand what we are saying about who God is and how he meets us in that. And so at our next preview service, she is bringing her parents and coming back again, which we're so excited about.
0: So South Bay, we want to say thank you. We love your passion. We love what you're doing in San Jose and what you're going to eventually do all over the Bay Area. And uh, Andy and Felipe, your leadership and your passion for church planning is contagious. So thank you very much.
2: Thank you.
1: Hey, what's up, South Bay? My name is Ali. I'm the lead pastor of a brand new church here in Silicon Valley called Center Church. We actually launched about 10 weeks ago at the Hotel Valencia at Santana Row. And without your support and your leadership believing in church plans, we wouldn't be able to reach the 19 people who said yes to Jesus for the very first time. Because of your belief, because of your partnership, what we're doing is possible. Thank you so much for believing in church planning. Thank you so much for believing in me and getting behind me so that we can reach people who are far from God, even in a place like Santana Row. Isn't
0: that awesome? You know, in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 16, the scripture says, when Paul is speaking, he says, I pray that from his glorious unlimited resources, he will empower you with inner strength through his Holy Spirit. You know, God is a generous God, and he is unlimited in his supply to provide for us individually and to provide for us collectively. And whatever you and I lack, God has it. Whatever resource we need, God has in abundance, and God is a God that wants to bless And what he does is he wants to bless people and bless churches so that he can bless the world through them. And God looks around and he knows when he finds people that he can get his resources through, he'll get them to us. And what he's done is he's blessed us in tremendous ways. He's been good. He's been faithful. He's been generous. He's been generous to the fact that he sent his son from heaven to earth to live among us. And that message of the Christmas season really is a message of God's generosity towards us. And we could never outgive God. No matter how much we give for the rest of our lives, we can never outgive the grace and the mercy of God that found us in our sin, that saved us, that, that gave his life on a cross so that we could be forgiven by faith in Jesus, that we could be restored to our Heavenly Father and have the hope of eternity with him. And today, as he's blessed you, he wants to use you to make a difference. And I believe that God has placed inside of us the resources to change our region. I believe that he has placed the the, the resources of talents, of gifts, of financial resources. And as we unleash what God's placed in our hands, there's no limit to what God can do through our lives together. And we're gonna look back next year, like we talked last week about, there are some things I can do, some things God can do. We're gonna look back next year as we do what we can as a church to see all these lives, there are going to be dozens of lives that we'll stand on a stage and we'll say, oh, that story happened in January, and that happened in March, and that happened in June, and oh, think about that nation that was changed, and there's going to be so much that God's going to do as we release, as we give, as we trust in him. So I want to pray for you, and I want to pray that God would lead you to that place to really trust in him with your resources this holiday to bless you with joy and to bless you with peace and to lead you in this process. And let's pray that he uses this offering to change our community and ultimately change our world. Father, thank you for this church. I thank you for what started as a vision and a few of our hearts has become a movement that is changing our region. And I believe that this is still the ground floor of what you wanna do through us together. And in this moment, when you're asking us again to say yes to you and follow you with everything that we have, we wanna say yes again And we want to believe you for the future of our church. I pray that you would lead us. Individually, Holy Spirit. Thank you that you're faithful. You said you're with us always to the very ends of the age. So lead us to reflect your heart of generosity to the world around us. Thank you for what you're going to do in the coming months. Thank you for how you're going to leverage the name change of Echo. How you're going to start new campuses. How you're going to reach nations. Thank you for what you're going to do through us together. And Father, we tell you that as you bless our church, as you bless our lives, as you change cities... And as you change nations through us, we will give you the glory and we'll say it's something that only God could have done through us. We pray these
1: things in Jesus' name and all of God's people said, amen. Amen.